We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Sunday night edition of Knicks Fan TV, Knicks Post Game Live, presented by Prize Picks. Knicks at home, wrapping up the season on this final home stretch, trying to gain ground as they uh, try to make this play in push with the Hawks losing tonight. Knicks had an opportunity to gain a little bit closer. And they started off okay. You know, Evan Fournier picked up where he's left off, shooting hot. But uh, the Jazz would ultimately settle in. The Spider took over. Jordan Clarkson, no answer. Stifled Tower, Hassan Whiteside dominating the paint. Knicks had no answers there. Julius bricking all over the place. Mentally checked out. But nevertheless, our guy, Emmanuel, quickly got us back into the game. Shout out to Obi Toppin. The energy guys for the Knicks bench got us back into this thing. Closed it to within four. But untimely substitutions by the head coach leaves you scratching your head once again as Julius Fournier come back in and zapped the whole comeback. Turning point of the game, man. Four minutes and 35 seconds left to go in the fourth. You had quickly going. You had OB giving you energy. And he takes him out the game. And from that point, the Jazz would go on a 15, 14-4 run. 
to wrap it up and get the Knicks up out of there. Then you had some theatrics between Randall and Gobert. Randall imploding once again. Not sure what happened there, but uh, again, not the leadership you're looking for. But this one's on tapes. Yep, this one. This one's on tapes. And uh, you know, after this game, the notifications are blowing up. JD, they they're coming. They're coming at the kid, left, right, and center. Arrows, daggers, everywhere. Everywhere. How do you defend Tibbs tonight? How do you defend Tibbs tonight? Well, the answer's simple. I don't. Because it made no sense. Quick was going. We were talking about how quickly he's been playing lately. Gave us some energy. Was drawing contact. Drawing fouls. Missed two free throws out of three. That was a big one. But still had the right to be in the game. 16 points for Quick. Four dimes. Gave us what we needed. The spark and the momentum to try to rally the troops. Obi who's been struggling as of late. Solid, solid effort by him tonight with the nine points, couple of leak outs, got us out there, was active hands earlier in the game. He deserved to finish that game. Rotation's questionable, man, because when you're playing the starters, again, damn near the entire third, is his whole mindset, well, quickly's tired because you got to play quickly the entire fourth. Regardless, he's got to finish the game, but it's the way that you're managing these rotations that you're not giving any wiggle room to spell an Emmanuel quickly earlier in the fourth to get him back in there to close the game. Final sequence once he takes quickly out of the game. Yeah, Julius missed layup, channeling his inner Charles Smith. A 48 foul. Julius gets his pockets picked. And then he fouls Donovan Mitchell. That was the, the cascading events that ultimately led to uh, the Knicks losing, man. 108-93. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How you guys feeling tonight? Had a chance to gain ground, but it was a dud. All for naught. And uh, yeah, ugly, ugly loss at MSG. JD, your thoughts on this? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> are you surprised? Uh, no, but you- was I surprised that once Julius came back in that that everything was going to end? Not surprised at all. He was terrible we- tonight, Mrs. Randall. We- put your earmuffs on if you're listening. He was terrible tonight from beginning to end. From oh, beginning yeah. to end. De- definitely got to put the earmuffs on. Put the earmuffs on tonight. It's going to be toxic when that, tonight. When the check clears, it's, it's one story. But, you yeah. know, when, when he, he displays what he displays tonight, I guess I guess by criticizing tonight, you know, let, let's be careful. Warning, disclosure. We, yeah. There might be some narratives. No narratives. <laughs> since, since, <laughs> since apparently, like, our evaluations are based on the evidence that we see on the game. Yeah. And, and I guess when we get to those uh, points, it's going to be narrative. So if it is, then so be it. Yeah. Um, you know, this is game what now of the season? And here's my thing with Tibbs, CP. And here's my thing about the decision. I mean, let's see, right? Because I don't know, man. Tonight, to me, if there was any, any percentage of hope 
that maybe, just maybe, we can catch some fire and and we can potentially challenge for that playing. Season's over. It's over. It's over. It's not going to happen now. Mm-hmm. And I always say it. Tonight was a big game for that. And I know Donovan Mitchell's playing and I know Rudy Gobert's playing and all this and talent and blah, blah, blah. But it was a four-point game late in the fourth. And when Grimes was in there and McBride was in there and the young, just fast guys were in there, you saw Jordan Clarkson was struggling to get good shots on Grimes. You saw Rudy Gobert was not rebounding the ball effectively. I think he has seven rebounds until late in the fourth. Yeah. You saw the energy, the speed, the grittiness, the defense was affecting the way that the Utah Jazz were operating on offense. And to me, when you see a guy like Julius Randle struggle up until that point, and you already, you, you know, it's funny because I was actually getting ready to say, you know what? Let's give Tibbs credit. Julius didn't play the fourth. Yeah. For, for a stretch there, I'm, I'm sure many fans that are watching the game were starting to think that. Like, oh, wow. It's the, it's the seven-minute mark. It's the six-minute mark. It's the five-minute mark. Oh, Julius is not going to play. Thank you, Tibbs. Adjustment. You adapted. But no. I, I, you just, it is something Stephen A. Smith says about the Dallas Cowboys. Just wait. Just wait. Because you know it's coming. The template coaching is coming and he decides to bring in Evan Fournier, who, if you saw the MSG cameras, Evan Fournier was trying to stretch and was trying to sprint on the sideline because he didn't play for the duration of the fourth. Right. He was trying to, you know, he understands I'm coming in with four minutes left. I need to get into some rhythm. So let me get some exercises on the, on the sideline. And even when he came in, he sprinted to the court and that was a way for him to get, you know, his blood flowing and get warmed up. I mean, the coach doesn't see that, but yeah, you know, whatever. And then you have quickly who we talked about last game, CP, about you got to take advantage of this stretch. You're talking about a guy that has been a little bit inconsistent. Now he's hot. He he has a funny way of elevating the energy of the team when he does these little theatrics and he gets these foul calls and he makes these three pointers uh-huh. and he does, you know, these little funny things on the court, but that elevates the team. Yeah. Um, Obi, you know, misses a three immediately. Tibbs goes, Randall, I heard him. And then the possession after that, Obi gets a dunk. Got the crowd. Takes him out. And he just got up out of there. Got up out of there. And, this is what I talk about when you talk about, yes, the Utah Jazz are a better team. Yes, they have talent, but there are certainly many games in the season where your coach is in decides, dictates the result of the game based on his substitutions. There are times where other teams are going to give you the opportunity to win the game and you as a coach have to take advantage of that opportunity. He did not do that tonight. And it's been the same thing all season, man. So, I mean, Yes, there is a personnel issue. I've said, we'll get to the front office. You know how this works, CP. We don't see the front office. We don't see Leon Rose. So, of course, right now, Tibbs takes the heat. But once Tibbs is gone, you better believe the front office is next. But was there a talent issue when we had a 21-point lead against the Lakers? When the Lakers team that was missing half of their players and that same team that's trash this year that the Wizards beat? 
Was it a talent issue when we had a 23-point lead against the Portland Trailblazers with no Dane and the only semblance of young talent on that team was Simons? Was it a, was it a talent situation when we was up 28 points against the Brooklyn Nets who had nobody playing and a couple of new players making their debuts? I mean, I just like that's three games right there where we're up more than double digits. We're a bazillion. The Knicks are the better team on the floor, and we somehow blow the game. Was it a talent issue when he he benched Cam Reddish for Evan Fournier against the Phoenix Suns without uh, CP3, without Devin Booker, and the Knicks lose that game? So for the guy, for the people that want stability and continuity. I don't get the point of stability when we're talking about one more year. We're talking about one more offseason. And we're talking about if this coach starts next year in the first 20 games and he's 10 and 10 or he's 8 and 12, we're going to be here again. I don't care what mainstream media is going to say. I don't care that because you know what? If we if we if Tibbs is back and he gets fired before the season and mainstream media is still going to say what they were going to say if they do it now. It's the same thing. I'm not concerned about what mainstream media has to say about the Knicks. I'm concerned about what's best for this team. And when I see moves like tonight, I just want to be convinced. I just want somebody to tell me, how is this supposed to change just because he gets Jalen Brunson on this team? How is this supposed to change if we get Jaden Ivey on this team? Like, how are the time management skills, the substitution patterns, the management of certain things, how is that supposed to change? We're running the offense in the third quarter through Randall. You see, you see how positive, even, even as RJ Barrett's inefficient right now, you still see, even when we miss shots and he's running the offense, we were getting decent looks. There was a, a sequence where he drives to the basket, right? And he passes it out to Fournier. The ball finds him back. He shoots a three. It was an air ball, but it was still a good shot. He just missed it. Next possession, he drives to the basket, kicks it out to Burks. Burks shoots the three. He missed the shot, but it was still a good shot within the offense. You don't see those possessions when Randall is running the ball. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'm just frustrated by the fact that I understand that this coach won coach of the year. I understand all that. But I just want to know, why is it that we are, have a result and a conclusion on Julius Randle, which is we don't want him back next year? Why is it that we decide that he's not it, but then we can't do the same for the head coach? <laughs> like, why is it that I can't say this coach should not be back next year? Because even if we play the continuity role, He's going to do the same habits next year. Even if he, you know, he did it last year when he won coach of the year. But you know what happened? We were winning. But you saw people in the chat still doubting Tibbs. But yeah. we were winning. So what we couldn't criticize him because we were winning. But he played Peyton the whole year. And it, it, it took until the second half of game, what was it, game two or three, for him to finally pull the plug on that move. We so, were winning because Julius was great, bro. But that's yeah, because he was. But you we know were, why? We were winning because Julius he, was great, right? But you know why? He stays. And we want to give we want to give the coach credit. But I'm gonna tell you right now. And I don't care what anybody says. He was in a contract year. That's why he was in a contract year. He was in a contract year because you see the way he's playing defense now. He's not even running back. Oh, he's checked out, man. 
He's, he's checked out. We've seen it all year. And that's why that team last year, if you really ask me, that's why that team overachieved. You had a whole bunch of players, Noel, um, Randall, Burks, a whole bunch of players in a contract year, and the head coach was able to get them all to play well together in one year, but a lot of it was they were all in contract years. How are all those contracts, how are all those players doing now when they got two, three-year deals? Could be part of it. Could certainly be part of it. But Julius is great, bro. Right now, he's imploding game after game. 6-21 from the floor, 13 points, 11 boards. It's the front office. Not defending tips. Didn't come in here defending tips. I pointed out everything that went wrong with this game, with the rotations. Got to figure out what's going on with number 32, man. Got to figure out what's going on with number 30. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Knicks lose 108 to 93. Shout out John Farley, 10 out Super Chat says JD is for the people. Rare edition fight out Super Chat says Randall has checked out on the team. We need a new answer. The basketball play has been disgraceful. Yeah, so something, something ain't right with Jules. Then him and Gobert got into it again. I don't know. It was, it was all bad. It, it Gobert didn't even bad. do nothing to him. <laughs> he didn't even do <laughs> I anything. Didn't, I didn't see anything, Gobert's, bro. They, I, think they I just saw it. a sore loser out there just, just being a no, sore loser. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it because I know you were prepping for the show, but they play the replay, and Rudy Gobert literally goes up to kind of just give him like a, a, a pat. And yeah. Julius just, get off me, get off me, get off me. And then Rudy is like, yo, what's up? And then he goes and he pats him again. And then Randall just wants to fight. I mean, can you show some of that toughness against the other superstars, please? Oh, oh. And can you show some of that passion on defense? Can you show some of that passion running back? Always ready to scrap. Like, bro, what is the matter with you, man? Dude, dude has lost his marbles, man. I, I I I don't know who's got it worse this year. Randall or Brody? Who's going through it worse this season? I don't know, man. Uh, other notes on the game, you know, Fournier did start the game off hot, uh, six to 13 from the field, five to 10 from downtown, 17 points for Fournier, uh, RJ, you know, mixed bag for RJ. I I thought he was, uh, he remained aggressive despite the fact that give credit to the jazz, man. They really locked in, in the second quarter, the defense tightened up between the stifle tower and white side. Uh, you couldn't get anything in on him. 26 points in the paint for the Knicks well below their season average of 41. Uh, So the Jazz really did a good job, uh, both on the perimeter, uh, limiting the Knicks offense, which, you know, lacks creativity to begin with. And then, you know, you you couldn't really get much inside the paint. They were really, really challenging the Knicks uh, on all their attempts inside. So couldn't get much going there. And then um, first half, you know, Jazz bench had a cooking led by Clarkson. 23 points for Clarkson. Rudy Gay uh, started popping off across all four quarters. And then uh, for the Knicks, it was was mainly IQ, man. IQ and Obi. 25 points for the Knicks bench. And conversely, you had uh, 37 for the Jazz bench. 108 to 93. Uh, What other notes you you pointed out from this game, bro? Uh, Man, (laughs) it's hard to concentrate with 
just, you know, them going on a 12-0 run once Randall and, and Fournier um, came came into the game. But yeah. I'll say this. Um, another note for me is Donovan Mitchell. You know, 36 points, a plus eight, six assists, uh, eight rebounds, seven of seven from the free throw line, yeah. seven of 12 from three. I took him on the over in prize picks. Took, I just knew what the guard he was going to Took him on the over throws. Took him on the over yeah, I, on free I took, throws. I took him in points. I just felt, you know, it's just too many connections here. The gardens is like, his opportunity now. Um, I don't think he played the last game. Uh, and he went 11 of 21 from the field. So he shot over 50%. And mm-hmm. to me, it's a big performance because we see all the, you know, the rumors and connections. And I just knew that he would be motivated to play here at the garden and kind of show you, show everyone, what a superstar looks like. <laughs> what a superstar and a closer looks like. And that was a Spider-Man. You know, we, we had to pay so much attention to him uh, on the pick and rolls. He destroyed it. You know, whether it was attacking it on himself, foot by himself, or passing out of it. You know, jazz ball movement was excellent. Anytime we sent the doubles or, or you know, try to trap him, he was excellent getting the ball out of his hand. Spider was just great, man. You know, scoring, facilitating. All across and, the board. And you know what was most encouraging to me, CP, when I look at, well, do you want to give up an extra first round pick? Well, he earned it tonight because the other thing that I saw a lot from him, which the cameras caught, is the encore coaching, the leadership, the leadership. You hear that? You hear that, number 32? Yeah. Leadership, you know, in between plays. He, he was coaching up. Uh, Rudy Gobert on a lot of plays on things they didn't connect. He mm-hmm. was trying to show him what he was seeing. Um, but there's actually coaching going on. Like there's actual dialogue. It's not, you know, pouting or or shrugging your shoulders or who the or the head coach who says the same two three curse words every time we make a mistakes. But I don't see actual like pulling a player to the side. Hey, come over here. See that? Let me let me get the clipboard. This is what I was seeing. This is this is where you have to go. I'm not seeing any of that with this team, but you see it in a guy like Donovan Mitchell, and you see the true leadership skills. And that part of it is something that 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 this team needs. Uh, obviously, right now we hope that RJ develops somewhere near that. Um, but Donovan Mitchell, man, you talk about a team, and if, when you really look at that Utah roster. They don't really have a like a number two guy. I know they have Jordan Clarkson, who, you know, just quickly is that quickly's uh, floor. We'll see. Uh, but he's a true superstar, man. And, no and, and the thing is, he's like six one, six two. Yeah, <laughs> playing the two guard. Yeah. So very good game by him. <laughs> Chat going in. Who's number thirty two? He met number thirty, man. He you met number thirty. People number thirty. <laughs> uh, yeah, number thirty. Whatever. You might as well be man. number thirty-two. It's facts. 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 Uh, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's go to the phone, see what the fans got to say, man. Uh, Roger goes home. Roger, uh, how you feeling? What's up, guys? Uh, salute you? CP. Salute JD. How you doing, bro? Uh, it, the game was on tips tonight. It's mm-hmm. it was obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw the uh, the difference between when. Uh, IQ and Obi went out versus when Randall and Evan Fournier came in. Uh, but last time I called, I I told you, CP, I, I told you I didn't see anyone in the league that was built for New York. But, uh, man, you said Spider was uh, built for New York, and mm-hmm. he, has su- he has such a masterful game. No question. Um, masterful game, bro. 
Masterful. Masterful game. Yeah, he uh, it was with the hezzy, the change of speeds, mm-hmm. the surgical passing. Man, like, how do we go about getting him? I don't, I don't even know the contract <laughs> situations. How do, how do we go about getting him? Thanks man, for taking it's, my call. it's appreciated, man. It's it's just like everybody else. You know, it's at what point do they get tired of, uh, you know, hitting that ceiling, which I think the Utah Jazz will ultimately hit because I don't see them. I don't see where their middle of the roster gets them another star here with Spider and Gobert, you know, and, and those two guys are making the bulk of the money. I just don't see, you know, Clarkson's a nice player and O'Neal's a nice player, but I don't really see that, you know, that young talent that they have that they could help is, you know, that they could put together in a part of a package to go get uh, another talent that could help them. At the same time, you know, they compete. They're always at the top of the West, but it's it's just got to come to a point where when does he get tired of 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 carrying that team, you know? Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, because yeah. there's, there's still multiple years left, can't really play the free agency game, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and you know, when you see James Harden and you see some of these players being traded after they sign a contract, that's going to be the only route. And it starts with this playoffs, them being a, a disappointment. So that's, yeah. that's what you hope for. And then see what happens to back champs. No question. Uh, Dave G, Dave, what's going on? I'll mute your mic when you are. Uh... When you can hear this on the Discord. What's going on? You guys hear me? Yep. How you feeling, Dave? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I mean, it's pretty rough watching, you know, Tibbs bring Julius and everything back in after making a run. But, yeah. you know, there's nothing to expect for the rest of the season. So, it really doesn't matter a whole yeah. lot. Uh, a couple of things real quick. One, I think Mike Breen said it. It's something that I really hadn't thought. But quickly has a little bit of Trey Young to his game. The way he comes off screens and is able to get those shots, his threes off, the way he plays pace he plays with when he gets into the paint, you know, that little stop and then shoot the little floater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people saying that IQ can't play point, I don't agree with that. I think I think he's developing the skills to do that and be a quality uh, quality combo guard off the bench. Uh, the only ne- next thing is, and I'm not asking what you guys think the front office is going to do, mm-hmm. but I'm asking what you guys' opinion is better for the team moving forward. Mm-hmm. Julius takes like 43% of his shots at the rim without a traditional five in the game, like without Mitch, without Taj, without Sims, whatever. And that's like a, that's like a crazy percentage. And he shoots a good percentage on those shots mm-hmm. with a traditional five in the game. He shoots way less and he shoots like seven and a half percent for mid range. We know he's been bad all year. You think it's better for the team moving forward, get a point guard and a stretch big to play with Julius and RJ. You think it's better to just move on from Julius get a point guard, and bring back Mitch. That's it. Y'all have a good night. Appreciate it, Dave. Appreciate it. It's, Let's, it's, get to, let's get to 50. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, you know, nights like this, it's just like, you know, I, can't, uh, I, I can't move forward with this guy on the team, man. And and then it's like, what what is what is the trade that's out? It's a difficult trade. It, it's, a, it's a difficult trade. Are you going to sell low on this guy? It, it, it's a difficult trade, man. It gets to a point where do you just say <laughs> it's difficult, man? Because you, you know, CP, the fan in me gets up here, is frustrated, heat of the moment. But it's difficult because from a business standpoint, 
you don't want to give assets, attach assets to get rid of a player. That's right. Like you, that's, that's what you want to avoid. Um, and it's frustrating because you see an organization like the Kings want to trade Halliburton and we couldn't take advantage of a, a situation like that. I have my own theory why, but the point is um, the most frustrating thing about this is to me, I've always said this, I think Randall and Tibbs are tied together um, um, for better or worse or whatever the case may be. I just think they are. And when you say you see a night like tonight and it's just difficult to see or get excited about them coming back next year and us having to buy into the training camp reports and all the nice highlights and all this stuff is the fact that we've seen now through almost a full season, when things go bad with Randall, where is the head coach? Where is the accountability? Where is the management of the personality? You know, a lot of people have their own things about Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson played with greats. One of the things Phil Jackson did a great job of was managing personalities, understanding what tick, understanding where, you know, how to motivate a player, whether it was through the media or personally. Same thing with Pop. Same thing with, you know, Eric Spolstra. Like, you see a lot of great coaches understand how to manage personalities. I haven't seen that. Last year, everything was good. It wasn't a yeah. lot like this, but now there's adversity. Now you, and when you see the same thing with Randall happen over and over and over again, you're playing him the whole third quarter and he's struggling, but you take, you take RJ out first, but you leave the guy that's struggling through the whole third. Play the whole damn and third. You, Play the whole third, bro. And this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Play, played the whole third, man. So that, and that's what I'm saying. What's going to change in that relationship? Because if they're back CP, they're both going to face heat. And yeah. what's, so what's going to happen at that first game where things don't go Julius way, Julius, you know, just tunes out, doesn't get back on defense. Are we going to see the same <laughs> template things that we're seeing this year? Is he going to play the whole third quarter next year? He's going to be coaching for his life. So what makes me think that if he's not, if he's not adapting and showing you flexibility now, when we're literally not in the running, although in his mind we are, if he's not doing it now where everyone is saying, Tibbs, go ahead. We won't judge you. If we lose, we won't, we won't hold it against you. But let's see it. Let's see the flexibility. Let's see the risk. If he's not doing it now while everyone is okay with it and encouraging it and wanting it, what makes you think he's going to do it in game one, in game two, in game three of a much important season next season. That is all I'm saying. And that's why I think I understand. I understand that it's tough because he's respected and all that. But sometimes you have to make tough decisions and really see what's best. And like I said, CP, trust me, once that move happens, oh, you better believe Leon Rose, you're on the hot seat with me. Because to me, he's not, he's actually number one. If you ask me, CP, I don't know what's your order. Order of accountability for what's gone on to me number one is the front office yeah number two front is julius randall and number three is tom thibodeau now although i'm ranking it that way that doesn't mean that by me putting tom thibodeau three that that's it's, my rank but those uh, are my rank on the same page bro that is my rank it is the front office it is julius 
And it's Tibbs. And as again, as long as Julius is the best player on this team, this is I think this is where they're gonna be, man. This is where they're gonna be. Um, but it's just like, you know, the 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 lack of leadership. It, it's not you know, it's one thing not to um be able to compete at a high level every night because you are the guy and defense are gunning, are gunning on you. But it's a lack of leadership. You know, he, he's really folding under that pressure. And again, I don't know if it's on the court with the fans. Or I don't know what it is, but you could just see, you can just see his mannerisms early in a game, whether he's going to have a good game or not. You could just see it. You could just see it. And tonight was a night where it was just like all all of his shots that he took was just, you know, I hate to say lazy, but, yo, they were bad shots, man. Smaller guys on him. Can't shake the spider. Settling step back fadeaways. Like, again, and and as you said on Tibbs, you know, the the offense lacking. One of the things I think we, we still haven't addressed is how to get this guy better shots where he's not forced to, to, to create in isolation. You know, we still have not addressed that. Is it a point guard? Is it a scheme? I think it's a little bit of both. But again, I don't see how, you, how this team is going through now 70 games and, 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 and plus a full season, and you still don't find a way to, to get this guy easy shots. And how about the lack of also getting him and RJ to play well together or even have some semblance of an attack together? I mean, just imagine if they were able to develop some type of cohesiveness together, some type of plays together where they both involved, whether it's pick and rolls or one setting a screen for the other in terms of a two-man game. How would that look? Uh, We don't know because we haven't seen it. We don't see it enough. Um, We haven't asked Randall to, to adjust or maybe play a different way for the betterment of RJ, but also for the attack on him. I mean, there was one play, CP, where Randall sprints down the court. I think he had Royce O'Neal. He had a, a, one of the wings on him. He's right under the basket. RJ finds him. It was a foul. Nothing happened. We didn't get points. Side out. But it was a positive play. Yeah. That's how you develop chemistry together. But we don't see those type of plays enough. And it's again, when you and I know everybody says point guard and I agree. But if Nick fans think that by us getting a point guard, everything is going to be solved. All of a sudden, Obi's going to be Amari. All of a sudden, Julius is going to be Chris Bosh. All of a sudden, like if y'all think that just because by us addressing one position, every one of the team is going to everything's going to be solved. No, it still comes down to system. It still comes down to offense. It still comes down to play calling. All of that plays a factor. And that's why, to me, it's just not about, okay, let's get the player. How many point guards? Trey Young is a point guard of the Atlanta Hawks. What's their record? LaMelo Ball is a point guard of the Charlotte Hornets. What's their record? And we would love to have those players, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. So just because you have a point guard doesn't mean that all your issues are out the window. Knicks basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Knicks tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. 
TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NBA tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices on the same seats on another site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. So go to TickPick.com slash TV today and use the promo code NYXTV to save $10 off on your first order. A true story. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's get those likes up, man. We're climbing up to 50,000 subscribers. We got over 1,000 people in here. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that like button. Let's set off the algorithm. Let them know. Number one show for the fans by the fans is in the building. Next post game live presented by prize picks. We're going to take some more calls. We're going to get into our prize picks for tonight. I'm back on a nice little roll with prize picks. Uh, we'll talk about that. Shout out my guy, Jason Cal Canis, J Cal, $100 super chat says we should have 38 wins plus four from D Rose plus two from Tibbs coaching better plus two from Randall playing better. Then we are eight in the standing different narrative. Shout out to uh, Louis Solis. He says, CP, you say as long as Julius is the best player on the team, but uh, is he anymore? RJ has passed him in my opinion. So give him the keys, but uh, put Julius in the corner like we do uh, to RJ whenever Randall is in the game. I think it. Uh, I think it could vary. I, I think there's nights where Julius proves to be um, across the board better, whether it's on the boards, points, facilitating. I think he has those nights occasionally, um, and and certainly efficient. And then there's other nights where, where RJ has his. So. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily downplay his role on this team. Obviously, RJ, you you want the ball in RJ's hands more. You want him to be generating offense more. But there's no doubt. Uh, I, I think as this team is constructed, you need Julius playing to his abilities for them to win games. It's obvious. All right, let's go to the phones. Take take some calls from the fans. See what the people got to say, man. Uh, Dap from H Town. Let's go to H Town. Dap, what's going on? Hey, CP JD, how are you guys doing? Good, man. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. Rapid fire. Let's go. Rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try to explain to you exactly why Tibbs needs to go by 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 the year's end. Mm-hmm. So, um, quick story. I promise I'll keep it quick. Um, when I was 20. I'm 37 now. When I was 20, I was lucky enough to work my way in a company where within a short period of time, I was in charge of a whole division of 60 plus people, which eventually ballooned to like 200. And through those years, the number one lesson, bro, that I've learned is that when somebody under your command makes an egregious, fireable offense, you got to let them go, bro. And you got to let them go because somehow, some way, the universe moves in a way where it's going to come back to bite you somehow, some way. And the thing with Tibbs is that when he played RJ to the point where he almost had an ankle injury, I, I think that pretty much said it all, bro, because the guy has a reputation for this. You know, look at, look at D Rose, look at Joel Kanoa, look at uh, Zach Levine. Well, I don't know about Zach Levine. I, I, I think he was, he was playing anyway. So that's all I have to say, man. I just okay. think that, we we might we might live to regret it, and especially with a guy like RJ, who I, th- I think we can all agree that he's the most important pick since since Patrick, right? Yeah, the most important draft pick. So that's 
So my fear, bro, is that next year, I mean, look, he came, he came out of an ankle injury, and I think he played him 40 minutes the very first game, you know? Yeah, it, so it's it, like my, it, my, 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 my fear is that he'll play him, something will happen again, and then he'll, he'll turn Grant Hill on us, you know? That's about uh, it, man. That's all I got to I mean, say, man. Thank you for, for everything you guys yeah. do, man. I, I love your show. You're the, the only show I, I, I use my uh, YouTube notification on. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, thanks a lot, man. Salute to H-Town. Dap holding it down. He, he hit that thumbs up on Free Boys. He hit the notification bell. Let's, let's get it going. Uh, for the people in chat, I want to introduce you guys to a new sponsor of the show, and that is HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit meets the number one show for the fans by the fans, man. And the new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you, whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout or learning how to cook, prioritizing your wellness. HelloFresh is here to help with the endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. With HelloFresh, they deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your doorstep, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get convenience without skimping on the quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you long waits and long lines at the store, man. HelloFresh is definitely a great deal, especially, you know, the pandemic as well. Some people want to stay out of public as much as they can. HelloFresh is definitely a great option for you. I've been rocking with them for a little while now. The food's great. You get recipes with each box of food. You can order, you know, all types of stuff, whether you're a meat eater, vegetable eater, vegan, so on and so forth, seafood. They got a variety of uh, of great quality meals that you can plan for yourself. And like I said, the recipes come in. It's very easy to put together. You guys might not be, you know, Emerald Lagasse's at your crib, but it's very easy. <laughs> Just follow the directions and, and, and skill it up, chef it up at the house, man. So HelloFresh is the wave. And for our viewers and our listeners, they're going to hook us up, man. If you go to HelloFresh.com, Enter promo code NICKSTV16. You'll qualify for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. 16 free free meals, three, three free gifts. It's a great deal. Like I said, go to HelloFresh.com and enter promo code NICKSTV16. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so Dab's, uh, Dab gives his reasons for uh, one of the outs tips. Let's go to uh, Ron from B-More. Ron, how you feeling? I don't understand why IQ got taken out of that game. Yeah. Um. He played 23 minutes. I don't want to hear excuses about he was tired. He was the only one getting in the paint. He was finding people. Yeah. They were fine. Even with the two missed free throws, he was he was thinking the game better. When they were doing the pick and roll, sometimes IQ rushes. Mm-hmm. Even the few shots he missed early CP in the quarter, those were good shots. Um, but when he does rush, when he's on, he started to get a little more under control, and he, he completely got us back in the game. And I didn't even like when McBride got taken out. He was three minutes in there. He was playing good D. And then we give up a wide open three. Maybe that was Sims' fault when RJ got back in. Deuce was fine. And I thought Obi was fine. Obi was taking the right shot. Look, we can't – my issue with Tibbs is this. When you say that you have to earn your minutes, what more did you have to see from IQ to get pulled there? Right. It was a bad bad judgment call. It was a a bad judgment call. You know, it was a bad judgment call. CP, CP, what what did we need? We needed stops. We were getting yeah. stops. Finally, the whole game, I couldn't yeah. get stops. And, and then he brings Why in his we... two worst defenders to, to try to get us ice cold to try to get us back in this thing. And he's doing that with this roster. What's ha- what happens when we actually get him better players? He's going he's gonna to definitely bring them in earlier. Oh, man. That was rough. My that question rough, to you man. is this. Like, I want to see... I think there's something there with IQ. I just don't think he's getting the reps. Like I know IQ is streaky. I get the whole thing, but when he thinks the game, he can't. He can do things that like I I start to see things in my mind when I have dreams at night that maybe he can be that playmaking guy. And and I just don't. I think he needs the reps. He yeah. needs thirty plus minutes because CP. We had a shot to win this game. I was fine at four points, even when he missed the two free throws. I'm like, just play. Just let him play. Do not take him out. Whatever you do, if, if we lose, of, of all the hundred different scenarios, CP, that you play through in a game, the one thing I could not have was IQ being taken out of that game, yeah. and it happened. Yeah. So that's why I'm mad. That's why I'm calling you. MJ Burks needed to sit on the bench and be MJ on another <laughs> team. That's all I got. Appreciate it. Appreciate the call, Ron. <laughs> Ron, now, now the anti-Burks, man. Visceral in his response, man. Look, I, I, I've been calling for IQ to start over Burks. You know, a lot of you guys don't like that. Here, here's KG7 full in chat. IQ's not a point guard. Well, to me, he's the best option we got right now. If, if you're trying to win these games, he's the best option you got. And this is why Tibbs goes to him. Why he subbed him out made no sense to anyone. But, uh, you know, well, you know the thing with Quick, look, he, he's certainly growing. This is year two. Year three, hopefully he takes another step. And and he's our guy, you know, whether it's start or bench. Shout out to Quick, man. Playing very well. Playing very well. Closing the second half. Uh, 
in in a way that you had hoped, you know, after kind of struggling to try to figure it out in the first. So shout out to IQ, man. JD, do you know who my prize picks lock? Do you know what my prize picks lock of the night was from this game? Can you take a guess? Maybe, maybe it was the maybe it was the player that I picked. Ooh, well, let's hear it. Let, let's wait, wait, all right. What was it? The three point category? It was the three point category. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Turn up. Was let's the go. player was the player let's on go. the Utah Jazz? Nope. Nope. Mm. He was okay, a former so. Utah Jazz. He used to be a Nick Killer with the Utah Jazz. Shout out to Prize Picks. Mm. Go to prizepicks.com. Promo code KFTV to play the overs and unders. I went Royce O'Neal in that category. I thought that was a lock. 1.5 threes. My lock of the night was Alec Burks. Over oh, one and a half threes. And he knocked it down in the first quarter. I just hit him up. I said, dog, how you feeling tonight? Are, are you ready to go? You're going to let it fly? He said, yeah, man, we good, man. We, we good money. I'm going to let it fly. I'm going to do my best to run an offense. It might not be that great, but I'm going to let it fly. Look at CP, influence in the game. Yeah. Calling Burks. Three so three-pointers for Alec Burks. He hit the over. I also had, um, let me refresh this real quick. I had Fournier. Fournier red hot shooting. I had Fournier over 14 and a half points. He hit that. I had uh, one, the one, the only one I didn't hit tonight, but I had four out of five. I did not hit uh, Nikola Jokic. I thought he would have came through a bit better at home against Boston. Shout out to Boston, man. They are playing well. Probably the hottest team in the NBA right now. Uh, I had Jokic over 44 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He finished with 35. That Boston defense is stifling right now. And uh, they, they're playing very well, man. They're, they're playing very well. And then uh, DeJounte Murray, I had him under 39 and a half points, rebounds, and assists on the road against the Golden State Warriors. Finished with 29, so that was a good one by me. And then the last one I hit was uh, Spider Mitchell. I just felt like, uh, you know, with no Bogdanovich, no Mike Conley, I had Spider Mitchell over seven free, over four free throws made tonight. I just felt like he was just going to be in straight up attack mode. Back home at the garden. It's going to be light work for him. Finish with seven. So on the night, uh, I hit my four out of five picks. And that's, that's, a, that's four out of five, three, three days this week, man. So I'm, I'm bouncing back, coming back strong on yeah. prize picks, man. Getting four is tough in it itself. So four out of five is, you know, you play five. So that's 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 a great night in my yeah. book. Yeah. Um, I played a four, a four-player ticket, and Royce O'Neal, I thought that was the lock. He's shooting 41% from three in the year. And just because he's Royce O'Neal, I just felt like the Knicks would probably just forget about him and give him mm-hmm. the opportunities. And they did. And he converted on them. He hit four threes and his line was 1.5. So I hit on that. He was my lock of the matchup. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 26 and a half points was the line. I went over. He had 36. So I hit on that. Jordan Poole, 3.5 threes. Uh, was the mark, but he's hit on like six of his last seven games. He's hit four threes or more. So uh, and he, I hit on that. He had four threes tonight. So that's three for three. And the last one, CP, and we got to keep it real. He's our guy, but this is this is this is the concern here, and they have the decision to make. Mm. I had I had confidence and faith in Mitchell Robinson tonight. Eight point five rebounds. Well, well, if you didn't, then why are we gonna pay him? <laughs> well, because because I mean, with the stifled tower coming in, and and Utah really 
Uh, but you can't get pass, nine rebounds? I didn't like the number, man. I didn't like the number. The, the points, you can't rebounds, give me and nine rebounds? points, rebounds, and assists was at, uh, was at yeah, 16 and a half. In 26 minutes. Yeah. Three. Was at 16 and a half. Now, Utah over the last seven games are giving up 13 rebounds on average to opposing centers. I just felt like Mitch wasn't going to be able. I didn't, I didn't like this matchup with the Stifle Tower. I didn't touch that Mitch number. I was I get really it, wanted to I, go under, but it was kind of, you know, it was kind of iffy. And, and, and I get it from, you know, Rudy Gobert and all that stuff, but he's not like a 270 guy. He's not Embiid. He's not Jokic where I feel. He's right, not drumming. Right, right. You know, he's not one of those stocky centers where I feel like, you know, Mitch can't outmuscle them or he can't hold his, you know, his weight down in the paint. So I just felt he could get me at least nine. I mean, Sims gave you six and 21 minutes. Yeah. Um, he only gave me three rebounds. He was a non-factor. Um, and, and so, you know, tough night for him. But like I said, another good center, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a decision to make for the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't like that one, man. They didn't like that. Three out of four, four for me. Three out of four for JD, four out of five for me. Uh, how'd you guys do at home, man? Play to win, but play responsibly. Go to prizepicks.com. Promo code KFTV, and they will match your deposit of up to $100, 100%. And, uh, you know, with all the college basketball going on right now, you can play college basketball. You can mix and match with NBA. And all you're picking is two to five players and just predicting whether or not they're going to go over or under the uh, the given stats that Prize Picks lays out for the night. And as we talk about NCAA, we got Jaden Ivey and Purdue leading uh, the Texas Longhorns up by four with uh, 1035 to go in the game. You catch any of the uh, the games today? Uh, I haven't watched the game today, but man, it's hard not to keep up with St. Peter's. St. Peter's, man. Because yeah, the man. New York guy. Shout out to Shaheen Holloway, you know, repping the Knicks, repping New York and, and Jersey through and through. You have uh, Ndafo, Elmont, Long Island native. So I'm rocking with them heavy, man. 15 seed. The true Cinderella story of uh, of this year's dance, and it's great to see them moving on to the to the Sweet Sixteen. Duke Michigan State was a good game today. Uh, Notre Dame uh, uh, Texas Tech was a good game today. It was a lot of good games on today. A lot of good matchups today. You got Arizona and TCU tied up at the half. These are these are the runs. Uh, I remember Shaka Smart, um, Brad Stevens himself with Butler. Like when you make these runs. You know, Holloway, he's going to, this is going to put him on the map here, especially if they can get, if he can get to the Elite Eight. Yeah. You know, this puts you on the map here, you know, and um, especially the way that they're playing. Like, he's showing a lot of potential of, you know, maybe being a coach that can uh, handle uh, a job at the next level. So, um, this is why March Madness is so special and fun to watch because there's always a Cinderella story and there's always somebody out of nowhere, whether it's a coach or a player. That, that, you know, gets the opportunity in the spotlight. No question. No question about it. Um, Fred Katz, Julius said he didn't know what happened with Gobert after the buzzer. I was having a conversation with the official first. And then when I walked away, they kind of grabbed me, I guess, because they thought there was some confrontation between me and him from the play before or whatever it was. So uh, now Julius doesn't know what happened. So, okay. I guess he'd be blacked out, I guess. All right. No doubt. Um, that's, that's the, uh, the reaction from the leader of the team. Okay. Uh, back to the phones we go. Michael White out in Ohio. Michael White, what's going on? Well, you know what? Yeah. 
I was mad at you, CP. Oh, man. Every time you got to smoke for me, man. Every time you call, you got to smoke for me, Michael. What's going on, man? Well, you know what? I'm really enjoying, I hate to say it, the things that are happening because Tiz got to go. I mean, he actually almost gave me a heart attack Mm. this year with the things that he's uh, doing in the games. And just like tonight, I mean, this is, but it, what, what gets me, what I don't see what un, New York understands is it's happening all the time, over and over and over. And it, it's like, like a groundhog day, you know, yeah. every game, same time, every game. And, you know, I, I think Randall could stay if they got rid of, of Tip. If we got a coach in here who would coach Randall, which would say no Randall, you know, he could stay and be effective. Maybe not like he was last year. But, you know, it's it's not going to work right now. Yeah, I don't know, Michael, man. It's, it's, a, it's a tough call with this guy, man, because you just don't know what you're going to get day in and day out. You know, one day you get a... 28 points, 17 board, nine assist game, and he's just locked in on both ends, and he's blocking a shot here and there, and he's hustling. And then next night, you have nights like this. Pull up that Berman tweet, CP. Berman? Berman? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, is, is Berman throwing shade? Hold up. Hold up, man. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm always here for a good Berman uh, subliminal. Hold up, man. Hold up. Hang on one second. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm always while you, know, while you, while you look guy. for that. I'll, I, while you look for that, I'll say it is it is interesting to think about um, if Tibbs doesn't go, maybe giving it a shot with another coach. Um, maybe you know a lot of people say Johnny Bryan. Maybe you know one of the supposed strengths of Johnny Bryan is his ability to you know relate to the players and kind of build that player relationship. Maybe that works. I don't have much confidence in that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just because Randall himself has says that he loves Tibbs. He's defended Tibbs a lot. So I don't know that it'll work with, with, with someone else. I don't, I don't know. So is this a tweet here? He says, Thibodeau, he says, well, well, the first tweet he won't was. won't answer. He, the one that he says he won't answer the question. Yeah. So. That one. So his headline for, for tomorrow's paper is Julius falls to pieces as Knicks lose to Jazz on Donovan Mitchell's big night. And then he retweets that and says, Thibodeau won't answer the simple question on what he thought of Julius's night. He started answer this way. I thought we fought, but we were a step slow. Then meandered. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know. I, you know, I like leadership, leadership, and and that that's coach on as well, man. Because I liked how a guy like Udoka, you know, very early in this Boston season, you know, called out his stars, called out the 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 heart and 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 the metal of his team very early in the season. That's a great observation, CP. That's a great observation. You know, something like this, bro, it could just be a simple answer. Like, bro, he he struggled. We got to get right on the same page. He's got to show leadership. There's things that happen with Gobert. We can't have that. We got to be united. Like, I don't I don't see why they go so far to protect this guy like this. Just keep it a buck. Like, just say what it is. Man, you couldn't bring up a better, better, better example than Udoka, rookie coach, first year. You saw all the stuff that was happening in the Boston market with, you know, the the the, the racial thing and all that stuff mm-hmm. leading into it. All the pressure that we talked about that, um, I, you know, we mentioned it opening night on most things. 
and Harry on our pregame show about, you know, one of the headlines for the Celtics was all the pressure that they were facing. And then the whole, you know, Tatum and Brown relationship. And here comes a rookie coach. When they were struggling, CP, they did not get off to a good start. Yeah. Like, they have completely turned their season around. And this rookie coach has what they say the cojones to call out his stars where he, a lot of people say, what credibility, what equity do you have to do that, sir? Mm-hmm. He said, the, the heck with that. And that is a moment that those guys are saying now was part of everybody buying in. You saw Marcus Smart was, was calling it out as yeah, well yeah. as a player. Yeah, He's like, they're not passing and, me the ball. <laughs> and, I think, and I think when you look at that Celtic season, and you, looked at, and you look at the way they turn around, you can relate a lot of that to the Knicks with Yudoka, Tibbs, their best players, Julius. Jason Tatum tells you now that Yudoka has been a very important part of their season. So I, I, don't, I don't get it. And when you see that right there, a question about Julius's night, and then he just deflects it into a general answer. Like, bro, just say I didn't have a great night, man. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And, 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 and listen, this is not narrative. This is not toxic. We're, we're, we're talking about a $100 million guy. The same guy that I said was breaking all these records and Julius the first this when he was playing well. That's, the, that's how we started the show, right? How about this, UP? I think the last previous two games where he struggled against the Blazers, the last game, he struggled. We didn't even kill him on the show. Right, right. We just said he had a tough night. He wasn't even the lead headline. But when it comes to effort, defense, and you forcing the issue, you doing things that are outside of the team and it just seemed like you're just trying to get yours, that's when I have a problem with it, man. No question. Shout out Eric Horn. Fight out Super Chats to stop playing and bring in Mark Jackson as the coach. Till you do right, this is what is going to happen. Heartbreaking every time. Jackson Hive always finds a way to uh, jump into the mix. They never forget. The Jackson Hive never forgets. Trell Davis, $20 Super Chats. Speaking of NCAA, my cousin is RJ Davis at 30 points for UNC. Oh, wow. No doubt. Small world. So shout out to Trell Davis, man. RJ Davis had a uh, had a nice game for UNC, man. UNC busting Baylor's brackets. And they're on a nice little run, man. From the time they beat Duke at the end of the uh, the ACC regular season. UNC's playing well, man. That's another you team you got to think all, about. CP. I you got Nova, man. All. I'm with Nova. Nova. I'm with Jay Wright. I'm with the experience. I'm with, um, yeah, just, just the experience, man. There's a well-coached team. Always have a lot of seniors on that team. You know, veteran type of team. Play together. Play tough defense. I got Nova beating Gonzaga. Nice. Yeah, I got Nova beating Gonzaga. You know. Got to, got to go, my guy Jay Wright, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, and and the point on Shaheen Holloway, man, yeah, that you know you, you could have a Shaka Smart type moment for him, so that would be big for him too, you know, for his profile as well. So uh, hopefully that happens, you know. Not to say obviously this team loves him and 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 uh, whatever the case may be, but from a career advancement standpoint, uh, you know, this is the stage to to uh, afford you those opportunities. I love his attitude. Shout out to him because on every interview, he's, he's, he gives a shout out to New York and New Jersey. He's like, yo, I got New York. We from New York, man. New Jersey. You think this is, this is, this is nothing. My practices are tough. Like 
we're ready for yeah. this. And that confidence, man, definitely yesterday's price. It's not today's price. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, let's go to Max from the Bronx. Have not heard from Max from the Bronx in, in a minute now. Max, how you feeling, bro? Yo, 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 what's good? Yo, how you doing, man? Been a minute, bro. Oh, I'm ama- I'm amazing as always, man. How's good. everything? Yeah, good, man. Good to hear from you, man. Yeah. yeah, you know, CP, I can't lie to you, bro. I've been wanting to call you since, you know, you had that, since um, they said that they were going to keep Tibbs. And, yeah. and you were, like, on the side of keeping Tibbs. I was like, yo, yeah. it's... Is CP lost? Like what no. happened to him? Well, what, what was my on? what was my what was my take? What was my take? Your take is like you you like continuity, which I understand. Yeah. But then you have games like tonight, and then this is what it doesn't make any sense to nobody. Yeah. So everybody knew, right, that you were gonna bring in Randall, who's having an awful game, shooting whatever shot. You could tell, like you said, you said something earlier today, earlier in the broadcast, I should say. You can tell when he's going to have a bad game, like, within the first two minutes. Like, you, he's, like, the most predictable player ever to yes. me. Yes. Like, oh, oh, Julius having a bad game? Oh, he's, still, he's not passing like that? Oh, he's double-clutching, trying to shoot a fadeaway. He knows he has no business shooting. Oh, bro, that's on the coach at some point, man. You can't have your best – I want mean, people to stop saying he's the best player because he's not. He's, he's your not. max player, Max. He's your max player, man. He's your, he's max, your max player, bro. Player. He makes the he makes the most money. That's what he is. Yeah. That's what he does. He is not the best player. He's not the most important player. This, you know, he fooled us, right? Mm. We were jit. He's a used car salesman. You know that, right? He goes, he played hard last year because he had he knew a contract extension was around the corner. Played hard, played defense every night, and he did everything you wanted him to do. As soon as he got his money this year, you saw what he did. He's booing the fans. You know, we're not going to forget that. I hope you know that. He played good. He played bad. We're not going to forget that. I, I hope that's – we all know that. We're not going to forget it. Bro, he's a – it's becoming like – why is the 21-year-old more mature than the 26-year-old with two kids, bro? You can't tell me that, bro. Like, everything's an emotional outburst with this guy. Like, what, what's up with you, bro? Are you okay? Do you need to, like, time off? Like, if you need time off, we'll give you time off, bro. It's only, like, 15 games left of the season. You need time off. Everything's a problem with him, Stephen. You can't. Tibbs has to go. I'm not the – I like Tibbs, but you you name the top five coaches off the top of your head right now. He, he's no, he's nowhere near them. He's not near Quinn Snyder, Spolcher, the guy from Memphis. Are you uh, – obviously not Pop, but Pop is, like, a legacy coach. He's not near none of these people. Tips uh-huh. has not won a championship, bro. He don't, he's not no made man where we have to, oh, give him time. Bro, he had another job besides Chicago, right? He didn't do so good. After the first, after they made the playoffs, they imploded. Minnesota yeah. fans would say that. they said, say, yo, these guys' rotations are trash. Bro, what about RJ? What if, what if RJ gets tired of all this standing in the corner nonsense and Julius we have to calm Julius down. And what if that, what if that happens, bro? What if we have another KP Carmelo situation? You, y'all never thought of that. You know what I'm saying? Sir, yeah. Like that's important, bro. Yeah. Sir, you know what I'm saying? Sir, certainly possible, man. It's certainly possible. 
Yeah, but I, I, I've been watching you grind. You know, CP, we watch. I watch you from afar, bro. You know, it's hard to call because you popping, popping, nah. Uh, you know nah, we you always, always, always make room for you, man. You, you're, you're an original caller, man. We, you know that that's not a problem. Yeah, I'm you're original caller, and you know, I can't. The Discord thing is a little weird for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm not oh, a yeah? Discord guy. Oh um, like, Where's the original number? Like, reach out. All, all you got to do when you're in the Discord. Yeah, are you are you able to chat with the people in the Discord? Have you accepted the terms to use the Discord? Yeah, I I accepted the terms, but then the bot says some some nonsense. So yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I we got a lot of security on there. We got a lot of security security on there as we need to. But once yeah, you once man, you get like in there, FBI, bro, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> we, got, we, like, we don't have time for the show. theatrics, man. We don't have time for the theatrics, yeah, I just man. Call this joke. Yeah, shout out to TM, man. We got this thing fortified right now. Yeah, because you know, last time I called, right, it was an Irish guy on the phone, and then this guy sounded like he's from the Bronx, like me, the new guy. So, 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 oh, Dave, Dave moved on to ESPN, man. Dave, Dave uh, is high profile yeah. now. Yeah, Dave bounced yeah, to yeah. ESPN, oh, bro. Man, we're in Hollywood. Yep, yep, yep. But, yeah, but CP, all I got to say is this, bro. Yeah. I understand the continuity thing, bro, but, yo, <laughs> this Randall thing got to give, man. And, yo, bro, the guy, teams don't even make adjustments, bro. If you're a great coach, you make adjustments, my man. Like, yo, run a different offense. Do something different, bro. You cannot lose the same way all the time. I'm sorry. It's it's very Fizdale-ish, I call it Fizdale-ish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I don't like to be Fizdale. That's one coach I can't. I don't even like. I like to see the Lakers lose yeah. because he's on the bench. I really don't rock with Fizdale. You know, guy, he's a he's a fraud, fraud of all time. You know that. Yeah, but absolutely, man. Good to hear from you, man. All right. Thank you, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Tibbs on why he went with Burks over quickly 448 to go just to get our starters back. And I felt like we had a good, we had gone a pretty good stretch. I knew I could bring him back. So he was going to come out for a couple minutes, which is what I was thinking there. I kind of thought the same thing too, but it, I, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it, man. Sounds a lot like template to me. Yeah. J- you know, just to bring our starters back. I mean, yeah, just to bring our starters back. Sounds like template coaching. Like, that's just what I was going to do. It was just to bring them back because that's what I do to end the game. To blah, blah. Yeah. Well, so, that's a good one for the tank. So, so appreciate it, Tips. Uh, and, yeah, and San Antonio beat the Wizards, uh, the Wizards, the Warriors at the buzzer tonight. Wow, okay. And then you had the Pacers beat the Portland Trailblazers. So, for the tank crew, uh, those are positives. Um, you know, two teams that you're trying to, you know, reach or go uh-huh. over for 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 seedings, uh, one tonight. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna take this last call here, man. Um, before that, we're gonna close with Chuck, but let me get to Ari real quick. Ari, go ahead and unmute your mic. Rapid fire, cause we got to wrap. Hey yo, oh my god, dude. First of all, shout, shout out to Max. Yeah, Max was an OG caller back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to tell you something, Max. You were, you were King Frank Hive, bro. Oh, so I don't he was know the president really of the Frank Hive. Right now, Remember, bro. Max used to call in talking about bonjour and all of this. <laughs> he, he was down it heavy. He was on it heavy, man. He was big oh, time Frank man. Hive. He, was, he loved Frank, man. He had like a little mural for him and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. But um, listen, man. You know, I, I sent this in the super chat today. But um, 
You know, the next time any of you guys are being threatened of being fired, just mm -hmm. tell your boss, like, continuity and stability, boss. That's it. And then you'll keep your job. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, listen, man, in a perfect world, we all want continuity and stability. All right? I'm not going to say it means nothing. But, dude, you cannot be a worse coach than this man, CP. I'm sorry, dude. No adjustments. Garbage rotations. Doesn't hold Randall accountable. Mm -hmm. Literally, it makes you question whether he's actually tanking or not. Like, you don't even know because he's that bad of a coach, all right? Like, I cannot, I cannot watch these games anymore, bro. I cannot watch Tibbs and Randall anymore, dude. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. It's disgusting basketball. It's gross. There's no, it, it, it looks bad. It's just terrible, man. And yes, I, you know, to Max's point, you know, I remember there was a guy who got tomatoes last year for saying trade Randall at the deadline, all right? Yeah. And you know what? We have, dude, dude listen, yeah. we just, we gotta, we gotta cut these. I cannot watch this stuff anymore, CP, bro. It's right. garbage, dude. All right? We have to move on. At least one of them have to go minimum, minimum, minimum one of them. And if, and they both, and, and, and I don't even listen, bro, you can play bad. You could, you know, you you could take the money, right? Like Randall did, and and be bad. But you're not going to show up to post game. You're going to fight people. You're just going to be an, un you're going to boo the fans and just be an unlikable guy, dude. I don't want this guy on my team, bro. All right, I don't care if Kendra's listening. I don't want this dude on my team, bro. All right, so they have to both go, man. I, I hope, I hope. And the, the the worst part about this is the tank is not even doing that well. We we didn't make any ground on the tank. We're in eleventh right now. We're tied for eleventh. We we've won too much already. We won five out of the last seven games before this. Tank's done. We're in the worst spot we could possibly be in, man. Garbage, dude. But I'll settle for the fact, as long as Randall and Tibbs are gone, dude, bro, I don't care if this team gets worse for a year if T Randall and Tibbs are gone. I cannot have them on the squad, bro. All right, man, I'm just pissed, bro. I'm sorry. I got to go. I'll talk to you later. Ari <laughs> <laughs> signing off tight. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Throw one, one or tomato or five or some fire for that chat, man. I saw, I saw a couple of tomatoes in there. But uh, I, I think a lot of people felt like uh, Ari was on point there. Rate that call one through ten. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on free boys. We're running up on time right now. Let me close with the rhyme animal, Chuck D. Chuck, if you listen, man, let's go. <laughs> Yo, do y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear. I, yep. Ari should have closed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you should have seen y'all's body language. They talk about Julia's body language. You and JD's body language with number one with the Tibbs comments. And number two with Ari's yeah. calls. Good man, you can't make that up. Can't man. make it up, Chuck. Can't, big, can't up make Jay, it up, man. big up to Jay. Big up to Jay Wright. Yep. Big up to the Mark Jackson eyes. Um, this is March Madness <laughs> that we're experiencing right now. I haven't Back. seen anything this ugly since the 17 uh, win season. Big up to Nia Long. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I know she was screaming that her man's like, yo, you got you to gotta add by subtracting some of these cats. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, what a big difference it makes from game one, right? And here we are, right? Looking at, I mean, okay, we might have got sold some snake oil, right? Whatever. But the body language, like y'all talking about, man, really, man, I think there's a trust issue right now. It's not going to go back the, the other way yeah. in the third, for the third year? Nah. Uh, New Yorkers ain't like that, but not many people are like that. It's like, yo, man, 
third year, we trusted it. We took the letter. We read the letter. We embraced the da 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 the family. It's all good, man. It's all love, man. But where we are right now, man, I've never seen such a selfish offense in my life, yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, brutal, Yo, it's the man. most selfish. Brutal, brutal, man. Most, and, and here's another thing, man. Let's stop talking about great stats with bad teams. Good, like Charles Barkley says, man, good stats with bad teams mean nothing. So I don't know, maybe it's good for their renegotiation and all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you straight out, body language, Mitch is gone. And I'm telling you another thing, Randall's out of there because he don't want to be there. He, he Listen, he ain't writing another letter, man. He gone. <laughs> what, a he, di- he gone. what a difference a year here, makes, Chuck. What a, what a difference, difference a year makes. A couple months make. And here's yeah. another thing, man. It's like we always have somebody representing in the playoffs all the way to the finals, and that's Mike Breen. So Mike is going to the finals again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the playoffs again, and Clyde's going to the Virgin Islands. And Mitch is going to be somewhere close to Louisiana, the either Memphis, wherever. He's going to be down there. And, and, and we also thank J.D. and C.P. For, you know, for saving our year, along with prize picks is the most exciting thing we have during these games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Uh, we, man, we salute there. to Nia Long, because maybe Tibbs needs a Nia Long in his uh, life or something, man. <laughs> we, all, we all could, man. <laughs> Salute. Salute, Knicks Nation, man. Let's go. Appreciate it, Chuck. Appreciate it, man. The OG Chuck D, the legend Chuck D. Everybody throw a hashtag PE in the chat. Chuck D dropping bars. It's hard to even see if Chuck D is upset or not. He always has, like, that positive energy about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck D's delivery skills is on point, man. So shout out to Chuck D. Yeah, he mentioned Clyde, too, CP. Uh... Was Clyde being uh, uh, toxic himself? Because Clyde was holding Randall accountable tonight. Uh, oh, Clyde, Clyde don't hold no punches, bro. He, Clyde he, was not yeah, playing. Yeah, Clyde don't hold punches, man. He, he does not hold punches. He's, he's not here for the theatrics. He's sitting there watching this thing game in and game out every year. So he sees it. It's tough, man. It's tough. Whether, whether you're looking at the coach, whether you're looking at Randall, it's just tough, man. And one quick correction. I know Ari said 11. Technically, it would be ninth. Um, Lakers and Pelicans, they would be in the play-in. So, you know, um, they jumped the Knicks So in the order. So, mm. technically, the Knicks are in ninth. Still not great, but... They can they can creep up to eight seven. They might they might you know hit that sweet spot, and uh, and maybe get some luck in the lottery. We'll see. Because the next three games, CP, this this would have been this would have been our Knicks weekly tonight. Yeah. Um, but they had a game, so they have the Hawks on TNT. Then they go to Charlotte, and they finish against a team that they never can beat, <laughs> the Miami Heat. Yeah. So uh, those win. are the next three games this week um, and I, I don't know if they're going to win one of those maybe 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 the Hawks because it's at home and it's CNT and sometimes you know on national hey, TV 3-0 three, three against surprised. the Hawks uh, this year you know 3-0 against the Hawks I'll be at that Damn. game matter of fact mm. yeah I'll be, I'll be at that one uh, so we'll see 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 if I can uh, bring us some luck one way or the next you know one way or the next Ooh. make yeah. sure Watch out. 
you go into the game. I, I know, you might, man. You might, you might bump into someone. I know, man. I don't know if I got to bring like, my, my, my some... inspector gadget shades on, you know, post up. <laughs> just in case security gets a little bit aggy. You're like, security, man. Look, I come in peace. I come might be in on peace. site. <laughs> yeah. Don't do me like Oakley, man. Don't do me like Oakley. I'm just coming to watch the game. You know, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just coming to observe. Silent observer. You know? That's it, man. We'll see how they get me from from the time I get through the uh, security checkpoint. See what the vibe is like. You know, see what the vibe is like. Uh, Great show. Despite the outcome of tonight's game, ladies and gentlemen, we are less than 400 subscribers away from 50K. I see 1,500 people here in the chat. There should be... 1500 likes hit that thumbs up button for you boys and we could already we could get to 50k right now if all 1500 of you right now most some of some of which may not be subscribers just hit the subscribe button right there right down below right down below it's free hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell if all 1500 of you let's say let's say just a couple percentage couple percent of, of you guys aren't subscribers we can hit that right now just hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell share these videos goes a long way as we always say man everything that we preach here is working this is why we are closing in on 50,000 subscribers a little quick shout out yeah go ahead bro just want to shout out Andrew Claudio of Nick's Film School I right, Andrew's shout in out. here that's my guy. Shout out Andrew, man. Shout out Andrew. I, di- I didn't see him in the chat, but shout out, salute to Andrew. Definitely uh, appreciate him. And uh, Macri, Jeremy, the whole Knicks Film School squad. Definitely appreciate Probably was that. a tough night for Macri, too. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> they, they, were, they were coming out it. They had the bullseye on us early before the game even ended. I said, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment, man. Never a dull moment. You know, at least I'm back up to speed. You know, I was, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good to go. So, hey, it is, it is what it is, man. You know, it is what it is. Uh, let me salute the super chats. Russell Reed, ten dollars super chat says Bernard King needs his jersey back. Retire number thirty and ship Randall out of here. His attitude and body language does not deserve the number nor the jersey. Shout out to Jack. He says, my Auburn Tigers lost an embarrassing one tonight. Knicks did not play well. Work tomorrow morning, sad night. Yeah, uh, the case of the Mondays for sure. Troy Davis says, Tibbs Tibbs wins by playing his stars playoff minutes during the regular season. By the playoffs, they are done and he shortens their career. Tion Henry, 10-hour super chat says, Leon needs to save Tibbs from himself and deal Randall this offseason higher offensive line and assistant coach. Eric Horn says, stop playing. Oh, I got that one. Charles Davis, appreciate it. Block Ross, nine, says the Knicks are best when they rule the paint. They ran into a team that's better than them at their strength. Uh, that's really what killed us tonight. No answers for Gobert Whiteside. Yeah, I thought they were dominant uh, defensively at times. And again, um, you know, this Knicks offense uh, can get very predictable. It can get very, as Chuck said, selfish. And so when you're not making the defense work, you play right into their hands. But they, they, were, they were dominant in the paint as well. Uh, Brian Almonte says we could have won this game. Salute, Brian. Username 3 says, I was at the game. It's even more frustrating watching Randall hold the ball in person. Watching Tibbs make terrible subs, too. Even the little kid behind me questioned Tibbs. 
Shout out to Ari. So the next time your boss tries to fire you, just tell him he needs continuity and stability. You'll be good. All right, these guys bringing in the business equivalent. We had the guy earlier giving us, you know, his business equivalent. It's a little bit different in sports. A little bit different in sports, but I get it. I get it. Uh, Louis Cruz, 5,000 Super Chats. I was at the Garden today, and seeing it up close and personal told me a whole different story. Randall was checked out from start to finish. Also, big ups KFTV. He hit the nail on the head, man. You watched it. He was just like, didn't look like he was very much interested. Alan C. KFTV for the fans by the fans. Let's get to that 50 burger we deserve. 50K coming soon. Maurice Blanding, CP and JD. The main thing that no one has addressed is that Tibbs' coach of the year was fake. It really belongs to Woodson. Keep up the good work, fellas. I don't believe any of that. I don't believe that. I think people gave Mike Woodson way too much credit for sitting on that bench last year. I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, young Kobe. Final Super Chat says, any true point guard is not allowing Randall to play the point forward crap. That's why you have to trade him. It's not going to work. He thinks he's the man. Going to be hard. I agree. Definitely going to be hard. Uh, young Kobe says, is Tibbs scared of Randall? He keeps pushing teammates' hands off, trying to help. It's very discouraging. He's not a good leader, and neither is Tibbs. Eric Horn, he says, Randall is a Derek Coleman. Got, a, got the contract and played like trash. Shout out Louis Solis. He says he's always looking to fight, but the way he goes up soft on these layups, he's probably catch a world star beat down. <laughs> Shout out to J. Cal once again. Josh Dua. Uh, he says, JD speaking pure facts tonight. Steep looks dejected. No, I wasn't dejected. Look, I said the same thing. This one is on Tibbs. This one is on Tibbs. But remember my point. This is on the front office. It's on the front office. More. That's the whole point. It's more on the front office. Because as much as we talk about Tibbs, a lot of tonight's conversation was on Julius Randle. The guy they gave the max bag to. The guy who is still going to be a go-to guy on this team until otherwise. And the front office hired Tibbs as well. Estapo. 25 says, I think Tibbs is embracing the tank because if he was really trying to win this game, Randall would have never came back into the game. Trade Randall. Mr. Knicks 101. Some Knicks fans were complaining when McBride got subbed out for RJ. I'm starting to get Frank vibes from McBride. Now, look, man, McBride was all right. You know, look, he's in there for his defense. You know, he was okay. Uh, that, that's all I can really say, man. He was okay. Played defense well. Give him, give him time, man. Give him time. Give him time. And, and we'll see what, what McBride's role is even next year. Yeah, once they get upgrades to the team, we'll see, man. We shall see. Ryan Ammo Chuck D says, Avalanche of Knicks Nation malcontents on the chat. After this one, you're not supposed to tank like this. You try your youth out. Evaluate. It was a sad comedy. Josh Madua says, yes, yeah, EP, you can't defend tips tonight. No, I sure can't. Uh, Louis Soltis says, Randall's like a jilted lover of Love of the fans booed him and he could never forget it. SMH, serious head case. What are the panaces? Like I said, and I have been saying, we should have traded Julius Randle. Hashtag OB Avengers. Hashtag free OB. Kenny Gale says the tank commander is back. Saw IQ making the game close and said, nah, let's kill that. Julius and Evan get in there and Julius make sure you turn it over. Weedem Boys says, uh, <laughs> Tips has racist emails. Fire him, Dolan. Joe Dugan uh, says, 6'8 Boogie Cousins has only one shot above 50% in three 
of 35 games in 2022. Impossible to play with and brings bad vibes. That said, play him 48 for the tank. <laughs> All right. So as we said, prizepicks.com, promo code KFTV, play responsibly, but play to win. Uh, enter promo code KFTV for a 100% match in your deposit of up to $100. Support our guys over at Manscaped, manscaped.com, promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Remember, the show is available in audio podcast format, uh, all the major podcast platforms. If you're an Apple Podcast subscriber, listener, please leave us a review. It also goes a long way. And uh, yeah, man, again, tough, tough night across the board for the orange and blue. And we will pick things back up on Tuesday, Knicks versus Hawks. Tune in, Knicks Fan TV, live on location from Madison Square Garden. I will be there from pre-game, halftime, post-game. If you're at MSG, man, pull up on your boy. If I'm in there, (laughs) if I make it through the gates, we'll see, man. I don't know. I can't guarantee nothing. I don't know if they got my picture up on the wall, like, you know, public enemy number one. But uh, if I make it through the security checkpoint, just just pull up on me, man, real quick, because I don't know how much longer I'll be in there. JD, any last words? Uh, Grimes, one shot, 14 minutes. Can't have that. Yeah. Um, he's a shooter. Uh, I think that's testament to this offense. Can't have a shooter come in for 14 minutes, play that tough defense. You yeah. can't. He only gets one shot. So yeah. just wanted to point that out since we didn't get a chance to. And, uh, yo, have fun in the game, man. Definitely enjoy the game. Uh, and uh, looking forward to the content. Yes, sir. If you if you make it. If you I might run into Randall. If, at the, if, at the, I, if, if I make it, man. So I'm sure word will get, or, uh, you know, word will get to him that you're going to the game now. So we'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens, <laughs> man. But, uh, all right, people. We'll see you guys. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.